you that was a quick break. Didn't believe me, did you? You're listening to the Drew Marshall Show. It's really hard to interrupt a Chicago song, but we're going to do it. It's time for the pub crawl. It's going to be a shortened version, but hey, that's okay. That makes us just talk quicker, faster than we were before, better than we were before. Remember that TV show? Steve Austin, a man barely alive. Oh, look at that. Tim even yes. hooked up his own microphone. I did, because he I has to, to be involved in he this. He has to say uh, things in, Stuff, in these, yes. this thing. Hey, on the phone with us right now is a gentleman I've known for a few years. Um, he's a hard guy to like, but he's really likable. Ladies and gentlemen, Shannon McNeven. Shannon, what's going on, dude? <laughs> Not too much. Thank you for the... Uh gracious intro yeah anytime anytime and thank you for starting boots and hearts because it's done really well and but you've moved on to bigger and better things is that a true story i've moved on to new things for sure but yeah that was boots and hearts was pretty special here that was, that was <laughs> great great season well yeah but this time a couple of years ago you would just be going insane right now at boots and hearts right you would be like running around like a chicken with your head cut off proverbially speaking yeah, lifestyle-wise, it's definitely a better place. Yeah, good for you. Shannon, I want to introduce you to Sherry and Mandy from Sojourn in Barrie. Sherry, Mandy, this is uh, Shannon McNeven. Hello, Shannon. Hi. Hi. All right, let's just jump into uh, the first topic, if you don't mind. So uh, we've all heard a lot about this recently uh, in the news, and so you know, getting bumped from flights you've paid for because the airline oversold it, otherwise you might get physically dragged off the plane. Uh, or maybe Ontario Liberals and your hydro bill, you know, is that a good customer service thing? That's what we're talking about, customer service. The classic rental car reservation Seinfeld fiasco. I don't think you understand what the point of a reservation. The reservation is... Re- remember, when, remember that? I never watched Seinfeld. Oh, I Sorry. hate you. I hate you. I didn't like it. Sitting in the emergency waiting room for hours, and hours waiting for them to pull the axe out of your buttocks. <laughs> uh, I want to hear your worst customer service stories. I know it certainly hasn't happened at Sojourn and Barry because every time I've been there, it's been phenomenal customer service. See what I did there? Nice plug. Thank you. <laughs> Shannon, you travel a lot. Have you had any airline frustration customer service stuff? I have. I had a recent one. A couple weeks ago, I went to the Masters. It was like a bucket list thing that I've been waiting to do with my brother for a really long time. And we don't usually plan uh, much in advance, and we did this time, and... About 11 p.m. the night before, um, we got we got the you know the text that our flight had been canceled, and we'd been switched to a to a, an airport about an hour and a half away. So we shrugged it off. We were excited. Went to that airport at six in the morning, and uh, and that flight had been canceled, and they couldn't get us out uh, that whole day until the next day. So we just had to rent a car and and drive to Atlanta. Wow. Wow, not cool, not cool at all. Girls, have you had any horrific, uh, Mandy, any customer service horror stories? Um, Well, with airlines specifically, I flew out of LaGuardia last month, um, and due to the high winds they were having, they were down to one runway, and we're talking, you know, 20, 30 planes in the lineup. So, I mean, they were shuffling people all around. And rather than, in my experience in the past, particularly with one of our Canadian airlines, you know, they've sort of made an announcement, hey folks, like a couple of you are going to have to move. Is there anyone who would volunteer? We're going to give you this perk or that perk. Well, that didn't happen in this case. They just arbitrarily like sort of picked names They did the thing we heard about in the news? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a lot of angry people in a very small waiting room. So it probably could have been handled handled better. better. So by the time we all got on the flight, I mean, you could just feel the tension in the air, right? man. So a lot of airlines issues, that's for sure. Sherry, any customer service horror stories for yeah, you? Yeah, mine are airliner related as well. Isn't that interesting? It's, it's, I was trying to fly to Arizona for a Cinco de Mayo 50th birthday party nice. at the same time. Nice, And I left on uh, one of the very important days at Sojourn, which was our tent day a few years ago, hmm. which I never leave and I was talked into it. Anyway, we get into um, Denver Airport and uh, it's delayed and uh, they keep flashing on the screen, delayed, and then they give us a new time 
and that new time is an hour and a half away, and then it becomes delayed. There's no answers. It gets delayed until 1 in the morning. And then <laughs> at 1.30 in the morning, they flashed up, canceled. Oh! oh <laughs> so, man. yeah. So You just go mental at that point, So it don't becomes you? a long rush to the customer service desk. Yeah. Everyone there is super frustrated, and the customer service agents don't have any flights to give anybody, yeah. really, until the next day. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So we waited in line till 3.30 in the morning to find out that we're not going to fly out till 11.30 the next day, and we need to now go find a hotel. That's that, a gong show. That they're not going to cover. No! So, oh, yeah, would, it was a, it was a long would, day, and I missed Cinco de Mar. I'm a I'm a I'm a yeah, um, a raging letter writer guy. Nice. Yeah, and when I when they when these big corporations drive me bonkers, I won't let it go until they give me their firstborn. <laughs> I am just like a letter writing fiend. What about you, Tim? Uh, mine was with a. Uh, I'm going to break break the rules here and go with an on airplane one. Mine was with a. Internet, TV, and phone providing company. Uh huh. Which sp- shall go nameless at this point? Well, yeah. Okay. It rhymes with something that Smell? is the opposite of heaven. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, it's a Christian radio show, right? Right. Uh, so, uh, Not really. I, their service went down, like, all the time, all the time, all the time. And I, you know, anyways, they treated me like crap, and they wouldn't, they would give me literally, they recorded how long it was down for, and they literally would give me, like, three hours comp kind of thing. Wow. That was it. That's generous, eh? Oh, yes. Good for them. So I said bye-bye. Bye-bye. I was stuck in um, Malaga, Spain, waiting for a plane in Spain when the rain was this falling. Mainly, I know. <laughs> um, and uh, and I was about to take a flight to uh, Nice, France for a 25th That's wedding nice. anniversary night. And um, uh, they, we got, uh, we, they said, got to the gate and they said, yeah, you've already taken the flight. I said, what? The flight hasn't left. First of all, how could I have taken it? Well, yeah, no, you've already got the. You know, we've got you. You've already you've already checked in. No, I haven't checked in. Big fiasco. Basically, the entire 25th anniversary night that I had planned in France was kiboshed. Uh, so I went and rented the fanciest hotel in the town, in the city of Malaga, like $700 a night. Fancy, because fan- I knew I wasn't going to be paying for it. Nice. And they covered it up later. So wow. I mean, covered it later. I'm not sure if they covered it up. Sorry, I didn't say that right. All right, let's move on. Because I love whinging about customer service things. Uh, it just it feels so cathartic, you know, just to, to get a little something off your chest. We're here in the studio with Sherry and Mandy from Sojourn and Barry, and of course our very good friend Shannon McNeven, all the way from. Where are you right now, Shannon? I'm in Toronto. Nothing exciting. Oh, that was boring. That was an absolutely horrible answer. I thought you'd be in Nashville or somewhere cool. Um, do you think we've really changed our thinking on how and why we should take care of our planet? And is there such a thing as taking tree-hugging too far? Why do people care more about the earth than they do about their armpit stink? I'm being a little bit of a cheeky jerk, Mandy. But we've all met the tree-huggers who stink! But they're, and they're, they're the ones depleting the ozone layer with their armpit smells. So what I want to know is where's the balance in this, you know, save the whales, hug a tree stuff versus, oh, I don't care, you know, I, redneck, whatever thing. I don't know. I kind of think it depends on where you ask. So I think in Ontario in particular, um, we've been recycling, let's just say recycling for a really long time. Right. Our kids grow up knowing how to do it, et cetera. We're really advanced. So California, Washington, um, New York now, they've got new mandates. They're going to be the same. So I think we have gotten a little lackadaisical. We don't really think about it because it's second habit. We don't have any 
like emotional tie. We don't get any money back, really. There's nothing that's saying, oh, wow, like you are awesome because you recycled that. Whereas in some of the, you know, southern states where it's a little bit newer, mm-hmm. it is really exciting because it's new and they have to make um, new mandates and, and that kind of thing. So I think they might be giving a little bit more thought than we are here. Interesting, because growing up with recycling, I just kind of go, like if somebody goes, yeah, I care about the earth, I recycle. Don't we all look at them and go, really? That's how you're saving the planet? You recycle? I mean, I'm, I want the ozone layer to be destroyed because I'm sick of the cold. And so every Christmas, I go out and empty all my aerosol cans outside, and I want to, I want thanks and praise for the fact that we are warming up up here. Tim, yes. oh, no, no, you're a tree I, hugger. What do you think well, about the balance? My wife's a tree hugger. Um, I, I don't think it's balanced. I, I think that um, it, there's going to be some really serious problems and um, if we don't fix things. And we're going to be surfing. You sound like Trump. You're trying to scare us. No, no. Trump's the other way around. I know, but you're, still, you're a scaremonger. So, oh, sorry. Save the planet. <laughs> well, <laughs> Say it gently. So it's interesting. David Suzuki recently came to Georgian College, which is the college that we have up in Barrie. And um, he... <sighs> he... His attitude, if you think about, you know, David Suzuki, he's very obviously very pro-planet. He was actually was a little bit... Um, what, dialed like, back? Yeah. Really? He was a little... I wouldn't say defeatist. He'd had a defeatist attitude, but okay. he wasn't... He wasn't excited. He wasn't. He wasn't hopeful. Right. He was a little bit more like monotone, and it was actually it, it had a lot of like I don't know what's the word gravitas to it. it okay. You didn't leave feeling like uplifted and ready to go out and save yeah. the world. You felt a little bit like oh wait, yeah. all the stuff that he's been saying to to us for years and years, we haven't done it yet. Oh, he's just grumpy and old now. That's what it is. He's like <laughs> one of the codgers, the old codgers from the Muppets. Shannon, what about you? I mean, you hang out with a lot of country people, a lot of rednecks, uh, a lot of country music, and hockey players. You hang a lot with with a lot of meatheads does anyone in your world care about the environment shannon mcneven yeah but it's a, it's it's funny because the people who do for the most because we get so much information on it and you're not sure what to believe and what not to i think it's just become similar to what you just referenced it's become something that is you just kind of let it pass over you're like yeah i do my recycling i you know i do i separate you know i, I compost that's gotta be good um and so when you I don't. I think it's hard to know who to listen to. It's hard to know what will actually make a difference when you look around at how much would need to be done in order to make a difference. And so, um, yeah, I, I would share and maybe David Suzuki's, uh, you know, not defeated, but like a definitely deflated outlook on, uh, you know, when you're going out of your way to recycle with our with our festival, we had tons and tons and tons of garbage. Um and we went out of our way to do that, and it was something that the community didn't seem to care about at all. And it went—it cost us a ton of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And uh, not only was it not something that was a positive impact, they, they didn't even—they you know, they had a million other problems, and they didn't even really look at that. I, I yeah. feel like if we had have, had, have had a problem with that, um, they, they probably wouldn't have lost sleep over it. So and, that was a realization. Final word from Sherry from Sojourn on this whole, uh, what's the balance with the save the whales and hug a tree stuff? Yeah, well, you know what? I was thinking a lot about Earth Day today, and uh, especially on the drive down, too, and listening to the radio, obviously, as yeah. well. But um, I think Earth Day is a great day that we have, and I'm glad we're doing it. And I listen to all the communities that are coming together and going out to pick up the garbage, and we know why they're picking up the garbage, because it will make things greener. I just, I think I'm just a little disappointed that we only use one day a year to do that. Right. And I think that's what bothers me most. I think we should be doing that every day, and it should be a practice that we're teaching right from small 
to uh, you know to adults, and um, you know we're consuming a lot of garbage. And uh, I think uh, what Shannon was saying is is exactly right. I mean, garbage is expensive to put places, but we need to be doing our part. So it does need to take a bit more of a priority. Yeah, right, I think right. more than just on an Earth Day. Well, listen, uh, we we're run out of time, kids, but you guys nailed this stuff, and that's how you do a roundtable. Bada bing, bada boom, that's how it works. Shannon McNeven, dude, we got to get you into the studio because I want to see your ugly mug here on the Drew Marshall Show. Do you mind coming in one of these days? With a compliment like that, I'm sure I can bring the ugly mug in. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Good to chat with you, Shannon. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Sherry, Mandy from Sojourn, thank you so much for coming in and joining our show. So good to have you. And, folks, you can go to the uh, Drew Marshall Show Facebook page and watch the video that we just did earlier with all the product from Sojourn for hiking, for outdoors, for the Camino, whatever you want. Thanks for tuning in. That was the Drew Marshall Show.